Hello again, everyone. My name is David Bastel, alongside ARIA President Stacey Evoy, and this is the Real Estate Edition podcast. Today, we will be chatting with Julian Pucci, realtor and co-founder, vice president of sales and marketing at Entry, a metaverse real estate platform. Stacey, it's a topic most have heard about, or at least heard the name, but may not know everything about it. We are talking about the metaverse. David, this is something that, although I've heard of it, I didn't know what existed in this space. So it's a great glimpse into how uh, this product, this software will benefit both realtors and brokers. Uh, It's being used by developers. And uh, overall, it's a new technology that has the ability to change our business. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you're listening to our podcast today, and we thank you for it. Now, here's our conversation with Julian Pucci. You're listening to this month's episode of The Real Estate Edition with host David Bastel. Julian, so good to talk to you today. Let's start off by telling our listeners about yourself and how you got started in the real estate career that you have? Well, first, I'd like to thank you guys by having me here today. It's uh, you know a great pleasure to be talking to you guys and to be talking to everyone around the industry. Um, yeah. So how did I get started in the industry? Well, it's funny. It's actually, I'm actually a licensed plumber, believe it or not. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tradesman. And um, you know, about seven years ago or so, um, I was working towards my, my plumbing license and uh, just finishing up the tail end of my apprenticeship. And, you know, I always found myself, even back when I was in my early 20s, you know, I saw the, <laughs> I always look at the front of the, of the book of the ARIA, uh, the first course there. And you'd see, you saw, I remember seeing a guy in a Mercedes with no top on it. And I'm like, I want to be that guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know if you guys remember that book, but I remember it like vividly, like vividly uh, remember that. So, um, you know, while I was working on site, um, I would, you know, take my lunch breaks uh, and study for the courses um, and, and you know, eventually wrote my, my test and, um, you know, slowly started to make the transition over from a tradesman over to uh, into real estate. And to be honest, about six years ago, I made the full transition and I have never looked back. That's awesome. What a great story. I love hearing where people in the industry uh, came from because everyone's story is so unique. So I want to dial into what made you want to start Entry and how did that come about? Yeah, so, you know, I've been more focused in the last like three, four years, been more focused on the pre-construction side of of things, working with developers, because that's kind of where my background is, being a tradesman, you know, family in the business and and friends in the business. So I focused heavily in my real estate business on the pre-construction space. Um, and you know, I saw some, um, you know, from a, from a, from a co-op side, you know, from a real estate just co-op side, um, I found a lot of, uh, you know, gaps where, you know, there's hard to get information about it. Um, you know, hard to find product. Um, and you know, there just wasn't that much available to us. And also on the marketing side of things from a, from a co-op side, it was, you know, how could I set myself apart? from everyone else because there's just so much competition you know as you guys know better than i would toronto alone we have over 50,000 agents how do we set ourselves apart so you know i started uh think trying to think outside the box and uh i met with um my now part one of my now partners who was in this space already um this the 3d visualization space already using gaming technology 
And I kind of asked, you know, gave him my requirements of what I was looking for. And it kind of spun down a rabbit hole <laughs> that uh, kind of chewed us up and spit us out to where we are today. Okay, so let's rewind this uh, for a second, Julian, because this is this is going to take off here. But let's let's establish yeah. this right from the start. If somebody comes up to you and says, "Julian, what exactly is entry?" <laughs> it's a great question, and I get it all the time. <laughs> uh, and you and, you're, and, you're, and you'll hear different people say different things. So uh, you know, and you also hear some some things on the news, and you're, you're, it's just it, everything is very up in the in the air, and a lot of people don't don't understand. So I want people to to imagine, you know, let's let's call it like the the mirror world, or 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 an alternative reality, you know, a true uh, replication or twin of the real world, you know. So yes, some something with uh, you know a true utility, not like some of the other stuff, not fairy tale lands, not you know, make believe worlds, but a true representation of the real world with true utility that affects our day-to-day lives. You know, a space where, you know, we could gather uh, for entertainment purposes, you know, to shop and ultimately eventually to work. Okay. This is what I, this is what I truly believe is the, the true meaning of a metaverse. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So what inspired you to develop the software for the real estate industry and, and how challenging was this? Cause I'm guessing that, um, just like everything else in life, sometimes there's trial and error behind it and so forth, but maybe take us into that part of, uh, uh of your journey, so to speak. Yeah. So you know, what inspired me to do it was, you know, I, again, I, going back to what I was saying before, I was looking for something to help me set apart from a marketing aspect as a realtor from everybody else. You know, people put up, you know, ads on Google, um, you know, landing pages and go through that to, to get leads and, and go through that route. I was looking for to develop something that would set me apart from everyone else. And, you know, we came up with the idea of, Okay, first let's 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 create something for a consumer base so they can see it and, and it's something they've never seen before, something they'll be able to use and and you know maybe gain some leads going that way. But then it quickly spiraled to something like, hey, you know, a realtor can really use or even a brokerage, you know, because we're now going through brokerage models can really use the software to help better their business, to help service more clients and help better service the clients that they currently have. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, the metaverse is a brand new concept to many, including me. How would you explain the metaverse to someone who's never heard of it before? Um, just kind of like what I was saying before. So, you know, I, again, I would just, I would, it's just, just I'm a true metaverse. It would be a representation, an alternative reality of the real world. So, you know, a replication of the real world. So a digital twin. Uh, that has real tangible use. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. So what about NFTs and cryptocurrency? How does that all relate to entry? Yeah, so, uh, you know, NFTs, non-fungible tokens and, and cryptocurrencies, you know, it, it's very interesting. Uh, and it's something that even myself took a while to come around to and even understand. Um, you know, personally, I would never, I, I don't, I don't truly understand why someone would pay absorbance amount of millions of dollars for a crypto, uh, or a cyberpunk or something like that. That's not, that's not something I would do personally. And I truly don't, truly don't understand it, but, um, you know, it, it makes sense to, to, to other people and then that, and that's fine, but it's truly paving the way for the future. And, um, you know, I would say an NFT 
that has a true utility, where it's tied to something uh, in the real life, that is what we're, that's what we're going to do. That's what we want to do is have an NFT, something, you know, something that can't be, you know, replicated. So like a virtual property, that's a true representation of the real property in real life. Interesting. So, uh, you know, you know, and we're going to dig more into this as well. So, um, entry itself. So uh, a lot of people are saying that, you know, the, the metaverse is a revo- revolutionary type of concept. Um, uh, does it, does it have a, a controversy behind it at all? Uh, Julian? Yeah, it, it definitely does. Um, but, but people can understand that metaverse has been around for forever, for a very long time. We just didn't know it. Um, you know, in the gaming world, it's been around forever. Uh, with with games that you're on play to earn or whatever the case may be, or you're playing a World of Warcraft game where you're immersed in this alternative reality that's that you're 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 playing and you're doing things and you're 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 conversing with other people. That that's technically a metaverse. That's another reality. But it's only more recently started to gain some serious uh, steam when you have. Uh, you know, company big tech giants like like Facebook changing their name to Meta, or you know Microsoft acquiring Activision and uh, and Blizzard for over seventy billion dollars to addition uh, to uh, to uh, develop additional software, and then you have you know Google. They just invested, I think, close to forty billion dollars in private equity funds just for the metaverse specifically. So if you have massive massive tech giants like this. Um, you know, throwing money at this space because they believe it's the future. Um, you know, I would say personally that they may know a thing or two. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There has been tons of controversial controversy, right? So, you know, people are ultimately afraid of what they don't understand. And, you know, when you see when you see things like, um, you know, on, on, on the news where you see, you know, this NFT project where people put all this money in, and then all of a sudden, you know, the next day it's all gone. Yeah. It gives it kind of a bad rep because people don't really understand what, what's, what's going on. And, you know, people, there are obviously bad apples in every industry, even in our, in our own real estate industry, there's bad apples, of course, that give us all a bad name. And it, it, it sets a bad tone, especially when people truly don't understand the space. Right. Julian, I want to dial this back uh, down to uh, the granular level. So to the realtor. Sure. How do you uh, envision Entry being able to help realtors better serve their clients? So what Entry is truly focusing on, uh, we're, 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 you know, we want to advance the way brokerages and realtors operate their day-to-day business you know gone will be the days of a realtor you know driving over an hour for a showing just so that their client hates it before they even walk up to the doors right uh, a brokerage will finally be able to connect with you know 70 to 80 percent of their agents who don't show up to the office and you know help scale virtual culture for that brokerage and help retain more agents and and even attract more agents right um, you know an agent will be able to service more clients having more time um, you know, and ultimately help do more deals, right? Up their closing ratios by showing clients what they actually like, not just bring them to every single showing and hoping for the best, right? So it's going to help on multiple fronts, uh, but ultimately from a brokerage standpoint, from a real estate standpoint, real estate agent standpoint, it's just helping them scale their businesses digitally. Okay. And how will the uh, immersive metaverse experience benefit realtors and how will that also impact consumers 
Yeah. So it goes back to kind of what I just said, right? So realtors will, you know, ultimately benefit by, you know, allowing them to service more clients, you know, while obtaining higher closing ratios also by, you know, being able to be in connection with their brokerage all the time because their brokerage now is operating virtually. Um, so they're, they're able to get more training, more hand, more, more time in front of their broker, more time in the boardroom more more time, uh, you know, with help. But, uh, you know, from a consumer standpoint, um, you know, it, it, it's the same thing as a realtor to save them all that time and aggravation of visiting multiple properties or sales offices, because it's pre-construction as well, and really help narrow down the specific properties that they want. Right. So most importantly, I, I think realistically, it's going to help the consumers uh, with, with transparency. Cause I think transparency is really key. It's something that I have really focused on in my personal real estate business. And it's really helped me build my personal real estate business from a really strong repeat referrals being extremely transparent, sometimes too transparent. Um, but I think that's, that's key. And I think that's what the software is really going to help consumers with. So uh, I wanted to talk about foreign property ownership and, and how it, relates and so forth. But before we get into that, this technology itself, give me the ABCs of it and what does it do? Because it will take uh, you know me sitting here in Toronto, anywhere in the world. Can you explain how that actually works and, and what can I see as far as using your company to, to, uh, to visit these homes and, and so forth? Yeah. So, you know, as an agent right now, you know, in the Toronto market, you only have what's available to you here in the Toronto market. So if I'm an agent, you know, we have to start, especially as prices keep rising, we have to start looking of outer markets outside of our, our normal, you know, zones here to, to try and sell, right. We, we keep hearing the, the, the terms drive until you can, until you can buy. Right. So, you know, now it's, now it's time to start, you know, flying until you can buy and what better way than, you know, bringing your customers or got, bringing your customers, you know, on this platform and bringing different cities, different provinces, different countries for that matter to them, right? Helping so, them visualize that. So, okay. For example, and just kind of building off of that, it, you know, and, and I won't say in a nutshell, but in a sense, if I'm moving my family to Vancouver, me using entry will allow me to view a home in say Burnaby, BC, uh, uh, you know, I, I want this, this, and this in my home. Your company will allow me to view that home without me traveling across the country or across the world or whatever destination I want to move my family to or wherever that spot is. And you will allow me like I'm actually in the facility itself, correct? Absolutely. You'll be able to, as long as, you know, as long as we've built out the entry platform within that, within that province or that city or that you know, that, that country, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Yes, absolutely. You're able to do a virtual showing. You'll be able to walk around the plot of land that it's on the, the lots. You'll be able to walk around the house, you'll be able to walk into the house and all super hyper-realistic gaming graphics and be able to interact with the house and, and actually get some good details about the house, that, everything that the listing agent would want to put in there. Like you were virtually there yourself, you know, touching everything. It, Exactly. You know, with, with an avatar and all. <laughs> well, that, that's another story, Julian. We'll, 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 we'll build that uh, sure. in, in, in a second. Okay. So, so now, now scaling back to my foreign property and we, we hear about foreign property ownership and, and we're not going to get into that, but uh, as far as that angle, but will okay. this increase foreign uh, ownership knowing that 
people across the world can visualize what that home is in Toronto, in Manitoba, in, in, in Saskatchewan, wherever that might be. Do, do you think that's going to be a situation? I'm not sure if it'll increase anything, but it definitely will help, you know, bring our great country, great city to the world. We are already a world renowned city um, and we're undervalued compared to all other, um, you know, major renowned cities. So, you know, I think this is going to help put us on a pedestal and really show the world what Toronto and GTA and Ontario, for that matter, Canada has to offer. Because uh, I think it's a lot. And I think I think the world deserves to see it. Um, but to be honest, you know, we already have record levels of immigration coming into Canada right now. Yeah. I mean, this is no secret, right? Uh, and everyone is coming here. And these are these are well-educated uh, people, and they're coming here with with purchase power, purchasing power, right? Um, or they're going to be purchasing within the next two or three years. And as a realtor, I think you need to you need to really find ways to get in front of this. And I believe, you know, truly that this platform will be the key. You know, we can no longer be um, uh, local agents in local markets. We need to be global agents with global markets. Wow, Julian, I've learned uh, so much uh, on this call already today, but I want to uh, go back and talk about some of the barriers that you faced. So what were some of the biggest barriers uh, you faced when developing the, the company and how did you overcome them? So <laughs> it's funny because real estate has to be uh, the most archaic industry. And uh, and believe it or not, here in Toronto or uh, Canada, having the MLS, MLS system that we have the most is the most robust in the world, believe it or not. Um, even though, you know, it's still quite archaic, it's still the best in the world. If you go to somewhere like New York, they don't have an MLS system. They have, their agents have to go on Zolo to find uh, properties for their clients. It's, it's insane. Um, but, you know, People are afraid of change, right? Real estate professionals are afraid of change. Uh, agents, brokerages, developers, they're all afraid of change. They all, you know, and especially in a change in technology, some a space that they don't understand. But, you know, as we all know, technological advancement is inevitable in every industry. And it's either you adapt and harness it or you get left behind. I mean, we see that already with with. Uh, some of the general marketing stuff that I see agents do look at, look at, uh, you know, TikTok and, and Instagram, people are going all over, uh, new, at least our, the new age agents are going all over and they're, they're posting videos and using social media to their advantage, video marketing to their advantage and, and look how much it's done for them as, as of right now. Right. And those, the agents that are, you know, maybe it's been around for the last 20, 30 years, they're not doing that type of marketing. They're really not select, select few are, but a lot of them are not because they, they don't understand it. But if you talk to the agents that are, uh, they're doing extremely well and it's working very well for them. So like I was saying, technological advancement is inevitable and it's either you move with it or you get left behind. Julian, are there any other applications you can see entries technology being used for outside of what we're talking about here? Yeah, so um, you know, I at our launch event, you would have heard my my uh, my partner. Um, you know, it's some he said something on stage that we both, uh, you know, I, you know, I was sitting there, man, like, make sure you have to say this because it's it's something we live by here, um, and it's very important. You know, entry is built by the industry for the industry. So, you know, you, you have 
you know, everyone that's involved here, all of our major people are, are they're developers, they're, they're builders, they're building our city, they're, they're, they're real estate, they're real estate agent, top performing real estate agent for many, many, many years. You have, you know, and then you bring in the tech, the tech, we've had tech people here that are some of the best in the world. So it's truly, you know, um, you know, a conglomerate of, of industry professionals in this, in this specific industry, that's, you know, making the software for the industry. So yeah, we have, you know, multiple different applications that will be, you know, for every different type of uh, type of uh, uh, application for, for, for the, uh, for the industry, like brokerages will be able to have their own, their own uh, setup. Uh, you know, builders will have their own software. Agents will all have their own software, but the best part about it all is they'll all be interconnected. So it's, so you won't have, you know, everyone will be separate softwares everything in the end will always be interconnected. So that would be the, the main thing where everyone will be connected. You briefly touched on um, change over the past two decades. And I agree, a lot of things have stayed stagnant. Uh, companies uh, like Uber and Airbnb have shown what technology can do. And, you know, we're always worried about that in the real estate space, someone mm -hmm. coming along and sort of snapping us up. So you sort of touched on that, but what direction do you see uh, it pivoting into now? So if we're looking out 10 years from now, how do you think technology is going to change our business for the better or for the worse? It's a great question. <laughs> um, I really think, well, first of all, we focused heavily our softwares on helping the industry. So helping the industry professionals, the brokerages, the agents, the developers, we're looking at, you know, helping advance their businesses. Um, so that's what we're primarily focused on here, um, you know, and obviously helping them cater their customers better and give them to give their help them give their consumers a better uh, a better platform, a better a better experience uh, in the buying and selling process, whether it be resale or pre-construction. But again, the real estate industry uh, industry is an extremely slow-moving industry, right? So, you know, 20 years ago, the average age of a realtor was was almost I think double what it is today. We have a lot of young people getting into and wanted to take control of their lives and be and be entrepreneurs and be their own bosses. And and the best way to do that is through is what we do through through real estate, be entrepreneurs. Um, you know, the biggest advancement that we've had are things like the MLS and social media marketing, like, like we, like we already talked about, but I think, you know, as the average age of our industry professionals get younger and younger, the demand for innovative technology becomes more and more demanding, uh, because, you know, they get it younger, younger generations, they get it. They want, you know, I have some of them that work for me now and me even being 32 years old, I still feel archaic when I talk to these guys that they're in their early 20s. Right. So uh, it makes me feel old. And it's it's good, though, because it's it's teaching me new ways and it's teaching it's letting me adapt. So, um, you know, I think I think we like to call it, you know, we're, what we're doing is we're calling them uh, modern agents. So the new agents that are coming in with all these technological advancements and, and pushing the industry forward into this into this new era of, of, of tech, uh, we like to call them modern agents. So, yeah. OK, thanks for freaking me out, because when <laughs> I came in the business 20 years ago, I was you. And I was one of those people who looked at the dinosaurs and was like, I never want to be that person. And I'm oh sitting gosh. here today, 19 <laughs> years in the business. And I'm like, okay, great. The thing I realized today, I'm the dinosaur. Well, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Even me, I'm 30, 33 years old. 
And I, I like, I, it took me forever. I was like one of the last people in my brokerage to switch over to DocuSign because that was just like, no, no, paper. It's got to be on paper. No, I got to go see my clients. I need a paper signature. Nothing can be done without paper. I was bringing a little printer with me to everyone's house. It was, it was insane. <laughs> it made no sense at all. Then I was like, okay, there was one time I had no choice. I'm okay, fine. Let's do this DocuSign thing. Did it once. And I was like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> So I switched over immediately and I never looked back. And that, and I, and again, something simple like that makes me feel, makes me feel old and archaic <laughs> in the ways I do my, do operate my business. Right. Uh, and it goes back even to marketing, right? Marketing is not the same anymore. Like I, I, you know, the good old postcards and sending out postcards to people's houses and stuff. That's not enough. That's not enough to, to, to gain traction. I find even door knocking is starting to become a little bit, uh, uh, you know, archaic, although some people I know still swear by it and, and it works for them. That's great. But, you know, to reach a larger amount of audience, you know, you have to, you have to start harnessing the power of technology. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. What is your hope for the metaverse and the virtual reality real estate world? What, what, what are you forecasting and, 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 and the way it's, I guess, the, the triggering effects of it? Well, so, you know, a, a really successful realtor will tell you, you, you need to be, you know, 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 to make it in this business. There's no, there's no, it's hard to take time away. Like even me, I, I did, I, I did two deals on my wedding day, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> I was upstairs with the, my wife. We're going to come down do the ground reveal or my, my just, just new, newly wed wife. Uh, we're coming down to do the ground reveal and I'm sitting there on my phone uh, uh, you know, closing a deal. And she's looking at me like I have eight heads. And she's like, are you serious right now? I'm like, sweetie, don't worry. We just closed a, a million dollar deal. She's like, okay. <laughs> right. So, you know, so thankfully she was very, you know, understanding in that sense. But, you know, well, my point is you need to be, you know, you need to be 24 hours, seven days a week, 365, no matter what. I, I take vacations, but I don't actually take vacations. So, you know, that being like this, you know, that's, that's what you have to do to be successful. And it leaves, you know, it doesn't leave very much time for yourself. Um, and I know that because like I said, I'm one of them. So my hope is to help bridge a gap between, you know, our day-to-day -day lives uh, with technology and real estate. So that's, that's my main goal is being able to give us more time to do things that we love by also being able to uh, close more deals. Julian, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, I got one final question for you as we wrap this up. Uh, if somebody's listening to our podcast today, and, and we do have an excellent following, uh, and, and they're more curious about entry itself, and what are the steps of bringing you in? How does that aspect work? And anything more you can share with us would be fantastic. So we recently had our uh, launch event, which was, uh, you know, it was a great success. Everyone had a great time. It was the talk of the town for a little bit there. And, you know, we're looking to expand upon that and build, up, build you know, build on that hype for sure and, and try and get as many realtors and brokerages uh, involved as, as possible. So over the next month or two, I'll be able to, I'll be going around from brokerage to brokerage, kind of demonstrating what the future has to offer. Um, and everyone at that point will be able to, um, you know, 
see what's, what, what's coming. Um, from the developer side of things, we're already working with a great, you know, great bunch of developers that are that are very excited, and you'll start seeing a lot of our product over the next, uh, you know, towards the last of Q4 and and next year onwards um, coming out from the pre-construction standpoint. So a lot of developers are using our stuff. So, yeah, so everything's starting to, to come to life now. And uh, you know, any other updates that you guys want, you can either follow us on IG or um, sign up on on our website for some more information. Thank you for your time. Yeah. No, I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Before we go, I want to remind you that all ARIA members and their families have access to LifeWorks, a well-being solution that provides users with 24-7 access to counselors, specialists, and self-guided resources for dealing with all of life's moments. Visit aria.com forward slash LifeWorks for more information and to access the service. And I have some exciting news to share. Aria's Reality Plus Conference is coming to Toronto in November 2022, and you won't want to miss it. It is going to be the only conference of its kind bringing together the greatest minds in real estate, politics, and marketing all on one stage. And you won't believe the speakers we have lined up. Pre-register now for the event everyone will be talking about at realityconference.ca. The last episode of Season 2 of The Standard, a 10-week interactive Standard Forms video series, is streaming this week. So don't forget to tune in. And remember, you can watch all past episodes on aria.com forward slash the standard. And finally, don't forget to check out realheart.ca to read the inspiring stories of realtors giving back to their communities and to share your story. That's realheart.ca. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Real Estate Edition podcast. My name is David Bastel. Thank you for listening. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Visit aria.com slash podcast for more information, links, and a full list of our episodes to date. New episodes are out the second Tuesday of every month. (laughs) 